Welcome to the LifeGate Podcast. Our vision is to create moments that change lives. We pray that these weekly messages will be a moment in your day that leads to a change in your life. For more information, visit us online at LifeGateBurleson.com. What is up, LifeGate? Hey, welcome to At The Movies. A little different than we expected it to be this weekend. I hope that everybody is safe at home and enjoying uh, just being there cuddled up, maybe under a blanket. Let's just call this At The Movies At Home Edition. And here's the thing is that we're not going to let a little bit of cold stop us. We're going to continue to just have fun because that's what this series is really all about. It is about having a good time. And I was thinking, you know, we probably should have been doing Frozen as the movie this weekend because that would really fit what it feels like outside, although the cold has always bothered me, and I know it bothers us here in Texas, and yet we're not going to let that keep us from going forward with our At The Movie series today and having a good time. Hopefully, at home, maybe you've got your popcorn, microwave popcorn ready, or maybe you're enjoying some hot chocolate or something like that, and man, I'm just excited about what God wants to do through this series. And really, it's not just about having fun. It really is about fun with a purpose. And that purpose is to learn more about God. In fact, this is how Jesus would often teach is that he would use parables or he would use stories that people would have known in his time to teach powerful truths about God and about how he works in our lives. And so that's what we're doing is we're just taking modern day parables, some of our favorite movies that we know and love and using them to teach these important truths about God in our lives lives and having fun along the way as well. In fact, this is one of our biggest series of the year to invite a friend to church. So hopefully you invited someone to church online today, but next week, weather permitting, we're going to be back in person and we will have the popcorn here and we will be talking about Captain America. So we'll have the Avengers. I think Spider-Man, I think is supposed to be here next week as well as Olaf and maybe even Anna from Frozen. I mean, it's going to be fun. So invite someone to that. But first, today is also a very special day because today is February 14th. Today is Valentine's Day. So guys, I hope you have done something for your special significant other. Hope you're enjoying some time with your sweetie. I am enjoying time with my sweetie this morning right here on the stage. And because it's Valentine's Day, we thought maybe we'd just preach this sermon together. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Happy Valentine's Day, babe. Yeah. Hey, fun fact, Chad and I started liking each other other at the movie theater the movie that's right do you remember what movie it was I do it's three musketeers oh he remembers I'm so proud of you okay another fun fact we got engaged um, on Valentine's Day yeah you remember that too you did really good that That was really really special so today is going to be super fun I liked this movie that we're going to be talking about this Hollywood blockbuster that never even made it to the theaters because of the pandemic but it never made it but You might have seen it, you know, via Disney Plus. I know that's how we saw it. How many of you have seen Mulan? Have you seen Mulan? Okay, so how many of you, give us in the comments if you've seen it, how many of you prefer the animated Mulan over the um, live action Mulan? I've heard a lot of debate. A lot of people like the live action better. A lot of people like the animated better. I loved them both. I liked the live action. Live action was really good. 
animated. Man, I like the music. I like, but they're just, they were really great. So if you haven't seen it, I'm just going to kind of set it up for you. And if you have, you have to listen to this too. But Mulan set in Imperial China around 300 BC. Uh, the Chinese emperor was, uh, empire was invaded by the armies from the north. And so the emperor sent out a decree to all of the China, all of the families in China and said, we need you to send one male fighter to fight in the imperial, ar- in the imperial army with us. And Everybody had to do it. Well, Mulan comes from a family. She's a daughter of two. And then her mom and her dad, who is aging and, ail- and, and old, he's aging and um, ailing. He's hurt. And so he is bravely taking that decree, and he's going to go fight in the army. But the family knows that if he goes, he's not going to make it back alive. So Mulan decides that she's going to go and grab her father's stuff, his his armor and his sword and she's going to sneak out in the middle of the night and she's going to go fight pretending to be a young man in the imperial army so that her father doesn't have to now if you watched the movie then you know that Mulan is a brave young lady who knows that she can make a difference for her family and so that actually brings me to my first thought as you're taking notes today and as you're engaging with us online write this first thought down one person can make a difference. That's right. One person, you, you and I, we can make a difference. Now, I know most of the time we look at our lives and we look at uh, ourselves and we say, well, what kind of difference could I make? Because I'm, really I'm really just one person and I really don't have that much to offer. And we look around at the circumstances and the situations of the things that are happening in our world, even the things that have happened this last year or so with the pandemic. Or maybe we look outside and we see the cold and the people uh, that are homeless and, and having to be in the cold or maybe we look at the people that were in the accident a couple of uh, a couple of nights ago or we look at the different situations in our world and we see people in our neighborhood and people at our school and people who are struggling in situations in our lives and we see that the problem is so big and so many times we look at our lives and we think the problem is so great and I am so small how could I ever make a difference But the truth is that God has called every single one of us to use our lives to make a difference in the world around us. In fact, this is a theme that we see play out throughout the scripture. I mean, you can go all the way back to the Old Testament and you can think about Noah and how God called Noah to build the ark. And because of Noah's obedience, he saved his family and one person really saved the entire world. You can think about people like Moses and how God used just this one person to lead the people of Israel out of slavery slavery and out of bondage. I think about people like Gideon who maybe you remember the story he was hiding out from the enemy in a wine press and yet the the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon and, and said you are a mighty warrior and Gideon said who me like I'm, I'm a nobody what could I ever do with my life but because he was willing to be obedient he stepped out in faith and God used that one person to make a difference. I think about I think about others throughout the scripture like David who fought Goliath. I even think about Jesus how God used that one person to become the savior of the entire world. And here's what I want you to know is that God wants to use you as well. Whatever the situation around you that that you may think I'm just one person, but if you will be willing to step out in obedience, God can use you to make a difference. But here's what I know. It's not going to be easy. Everybody type that in the chat today. It's not going to be easy. In fact, that leads me to my first point today. And that first point is simply this. If you're going to make a difference with your life, then here's what you're going to have to be willing to do. You're going to have to be willing to be different. 
Guess what? People who make a difference are people who step out and are willing to be different than the people around them. And this is exactly what we see in the story of Mulan. Like for Mulan, she grew up in a culture, in the Chinese culture, where like it was just the thing that women were to kind of be seen and not heard, that women were, you know, they were to be matched to be uh, with a husband so that they could be a good little wife. And that's just kind of how things were in the culture. In fact, when you think about Mulan's mom and dad, this was the dream for her life, that she would grow up to be that perfect wife for, for someone but as we see in the movie she was kind of different check it out when you decide to make a difference with your life people are not going to get it they may ask why do you spend so much time up at that church don't you have better things to do why do you give 10 percent of your income back to the church that's just crazy they may say why are you Going to school to be a pastor, there's no money and there's no future in that. They may even ask you, why are you waiting until you get married to live with your boyfriend? I mean, it's true. The truth is, is when you decide to make a difference with your life, you're not, you're not going to be like everyone else. You're going to, you're going to stand out in the crowd. In fact, I, I think about when we first came here to plant the church, we began to share with our family and begin to share with our friends that God was calling us to leave where we were to come here and plant a church here in Burleson. And I remember what people said and what people thought. They thought, you know, why would you do that? Why would you leave an established church where you already have things going there and you already have have a great future there in that church to go to a new place and start something from scratch? Why would you go to, I remember people saying, why would you go to Burleson of all places? I mean, they've got plenty of churches in Burleson. And why would you pick up your family and move to a new place with two little girls? And I mean, it was different. It didn't make sense to, to our friends and even some of our families, why we would do that. But what we had to decide was in order to do what God called us to do, in order to use our lives to make a difference, we had to be willing to be different than what everybody else thought. In fact, I've been struggling with all this all of my life, but I've finally come to a place where I'm learning that, you know, if I'm going to please God, I've got to make sure that my only focus is to do what he's called me yeah. to do. And for many of you, that's the deal is that, that you're wanting to step out and make a difference with your life, but you're concerned about what other people might think. And the truth is, is that in order to make a difference, then you got to step out and be able to be different. And here's the thing is that's uncomfortable. Everybody type that in the text there or in the chat there, uncomfortable. You know, truth is, is sometimes in order to make a difference, that's our second point is that you got to be willing to be uncomfortable. And man, you think about this in the movie of Mulan. Imagine what it was like for her. I know it's just a movie, but I want you to go there with me for just a minute and just think about Mulan and think about as she goes into that army camp, here she is. I mean, she's a girl, obviously, but she's got herself dressed up like a boy and she goes into this army camp disguised as, as a male. And can you imagine as they're doing the training, can you imagine as she's doing the fighting, fighting against these boys. Can you imagine even one part in the movie where she doesn't shower for days because she's trying to hide the fact that she is a female? Can you imagine what an uncomfortable situation that would have been? Check it out. Making a difference is going to stretch you to some places that are uncomfortable. So write this down, put it down in the chat. If you're worried about protecting your comfort, you're not going to make much of a contribution. 
Theodore Roosevelt said, Never throughout history has a man who lived a life of ease left a name worth remembering. I can remember when we first came to Burleson, um, it was uncomfortable. I had a one-year-old and a two-year-old. I was a young mom, and we had moved away from my parents. Really, we had moved away from my mama. <laughs> the one who helped, who raised me, who helped me raise my babies, and who was always there for me. We lived seven minutes away from her, and we were going to be moving five hours away. I loved my family. Man, I, I loved being with them. We loved being at their house. And that time when we first moved, it was hard. It was uncomfortable. I also remember Chad struggling with just identity and what kind of pastor he was and what kind of pastor he was going to be. And in fact, this leads me into our third thought for today. So write this down in the chat. If you're going to make a difference, you can't be afraid to be yourself. You see, Mulan kept hiding who she really was. And eventually it had to be revealed. It had to come out. And so others, when it did, they didn't accept her. And they didn't like it. And she even put herself in danger because she came out with that identity of who she truly was. But Mulan had to be okay with this because she realized that to truly be effective, she had to be walking in her true identity. Check this out. Here's the truth, guys, is that there will always be someone who will try to form you into the mold of who they think that you ought to be. In fact, I heard one person say one time that God loves you and everybody else has a wonderful plan for your life. And that's what I have found to be true so many times in my life that so many have tried to form me into who they want me to be. Many have tried to put limits on my life or say you can't do it that way or maybe try to get me to wear their armor. In fact, it makes me think of of the story of David when he fought Goliath. You may remember that story, how he went to tell King Saul that he was going to fight Goliath. And what did King Saul do? He said, well, if you're going to go at least put my armor on you. And of course, David put King Saul's armor on and it didn't fit. It wasn't how God had made him. It wasn't what God had gifted him to be. And so he had to say, I can't wear your armor. I have to use these gifts that God has placed in my hands. And here's the truth is there's nothing wrong with Saul wearing Saul's armor, but there would have been something wrong with David trying to wear Saul's armor. And here's the truth for every single one of us is that God has gifted us and he has made us special in his sight. He has placed his identity inside of us. And it's not about coming out and being yourself. It's about coming out and being who God made you to be. It's not about listening to what anybody else says about how you can use your life to make a difference. It's about listening to what God says about you and how he has formed you to use your life to make a difference in this world. And the truth is, man, I struggle with this. And if I struggle with, you know what I think is true is probably many of you struggle with it as well. In fact, I I always think I'm gonna get over this as I grow and as I get older and as I get, as I become more mature. But the truth is, is that I still struggle with these identity things that are like, maybe I'm not doing it right and maybe I'm not doing it like somebody else would do it. Or maybe there's expectations of the way people would want me to use my life to do the ministry that God would call me to do. In fact, I struggle with it so much that even recently in an appointment with, 
my counselor, Peter, I've shared with you many times that, that I see a counselor on a regular basis. And before you think, well, pastor's messed up. Well, I'll just tell you, I am messed up, but all of us are messed up really. And the truth is I feel like every caregiver should have a caregiver. And so I go and see my counselor a couple times a month. And just recently I was talking to him about this idea again of who am I and this identity and how it feels sometimes like others are trying to mold me into the way that they want me to do it and the expectations of others that, that are so real at many times. And Peter looked at me and said, Pastor Chad, here's what I want you to understand. He, he said, there's only one person that can edit your identity. And that one person is God. He's the only one that can, that can edit the true identity of the way that he made you to be. And he came down and he, he's always the king of analogies. And he gives this analogy of a document that maybe you would share online, like a Google Doc or something like that. And he said, those documents that if you leave them open, everyone can come in and, and everyone can share it and everyone can edit. And the truth is, if we allow ourselves to be an open document like that, then our identity can, can ebb and flow with what does someone else think and what did someone else say? And is this person happy with me or is this person upset with me or all of those things? He says, but the good thing about a Google Doc or an iCloud Doc is that you can lock the document so that only one person can make the edits. And he said, this is what your life should be like. Sure, you should listen to what others say around you to make you better. You should bring it in and go, hey, is there something that I need to learn about that? But even if it is making me better, it is not changing who God has made me to be. And the truth is, is that God has called every single one of us to use our lives to make a difference. But if we're going to make a difference, it's only going to be when we are willing to stand out and be a little different among the crowd. And here's the truth is the crowd today is doing things that are completely opposite of what the word of God says. So to be different, it means to step out and do what God's word has said to do means you're going to have to be uncomfortable at times because you know what? When all of your friends and all the people around you are doing what the culture says, but you begin to live the way God says, when you begin to walk by faith, there's going to be some discomfort that's going to take place there. And it's going to be scary and it's going to be difficult. And it's going to be uncomfortable at times. But the only way you're going to be able to do it is if you are willing to be your true self, not your identity, but the identity that God has placed upon you and that's not easy but you're doing it for a purpose so good why was Mulan willing to be different why was she willing to be uncomfortable why was she willing to be herself because there was a purpose the purpose was so much bigger than just herself so much bigger than what she wanted the purpose was for fighting for those she loved fighting for those that she believed in there's a bigger purpose Check this out. What are you fighting for? What is, what is it that God is calling you to do? What are you willing to use your life for to make a difference? Maybe it's to serve here at LifeGate Church. Maybe you've served before the pandemic and you haven't been able to come back yet, but now is time. Now God is calling you to make a difference in the lives of young children that are coming here on Sunday mornings. Maybe it's to greet people as they're coming in. Maybe it's to serve people at the hospitality bar. What is it that God is calling you back to that you've said, oh, someone else will do it? Make a difference with us. 
Maybe God is the, the greatest difference that you're supposed to make is in your community. Maybe it's in your school or at your job. Maybe the biggest and most important difference that you are supposed to make is in your family. You know, the truth is today is that as you begin to use your life to make a difference in the lives of others, guess what happens? It makes a difference in you too. I mean, the truth is as we step out in faith and we say, God, here I am, here's my true identity. God, use me, the gifts, the callings, the things that you have placed inside of me as we begin to step out in, into that and in faith in that way, God will not just use us to make a difference in others. He'll use it to grow you too. In fact, I think about it, you know, 15 years ago, coming up, I guess it is just in a couple of weeks that we moved to Burleson to plant this church and how we stepped out to say, man, we're willing to be different even when others don't understand. We're willing to be uncomfortable, but we gotta step into our true calling. We gotta be what God has called us to be and do what God has called us to do. We came with all the intentions in our mind of the difference that we were gonna make in the lives of hopefully hundreds, even thousands of people that we would reach as a church. And what's so awesome is that God has used us in that way. But can I tell you that even though that our greatest vision has always been changed lives, when you get down to it, the lives that have been changed the most in this last 15 years are ours. And this is what it's all about, guys. This year, our word for the year is the word grow. And let me just tell you something. The way that you're going to grow the most is, of course, by praying and reading your Bible and being in church and those things help you to grow. But can I tell you, the way you're going to grow the most this year is when you begin to step out in faith and you begin to step out into the areas that God has called you to step out. When you begin to serve in Life Kids or when you begin to go out to the homeless outreach or you go on a missions trip or you invite someone from school or from work to at the movies and you step out in faith in those ways and say, I want to be used by God to make a difference. I may just be one person and the problem may be big, but God can use me. When you step out in that way, he's going to use you. He's going to change others more than anything. He's going to change you. But all that comes with this one decision. And that decision is this to say, God, I'm yours. My life belongs to you. I am surrendered fully to you. Maybe there are some of you that even as you're watching online right now, you would have to admit, I'm not fully surrendered to God. I'm not where I should be in my relationship with God. Maybe you'd say, hey, I've been kind of living my own life, living for the identity that the world has tried to give me, trying to follow uh, what all my friends and the people and the culture around me are doing rather than what God's word has said and I know to be true for my own life. And in this moment right now, as you're sitting there in your living room or as you're watching on your phone or as you're listening as you're driving down the road you have to admit I'm not where I should be with God my life is not fully surrendered to him but today I'm ready to come to that place a full surrender if that's you right there where you're at we don't have to bow our heads or close our eyes or any of those kind of things this is an online service but right there where you're at you could make a decision and that decision today could be a decision that would make a difference in your life and later in the lives of so many others. And that decision is to surrender your life to Jesus. And if that's you, you've never surrendered your life to Jesus. I invite you to pray this prayer with me right now. Everyone praying right there where you're at. Dear Jesus, I confess I am a sinner and I fall so short. I've lived for everyone else. 
I've lived for myself, but today I surrender to you. You're the only one who can edit my identity because my life belongs to you. Forgive me of my sins. Be my savior. Be my Lord from this day forward in Jesus name. Amen. Hey, if you prayed that prayer with us today, let us know in the comments or click the little button there that says that you made a decision for Christ. We would love to help you walk out those next steps. And let me just challenge you with this, everyone else that's as you're watching and as we're wrapping up this service today, let me challenge you with this. Maybe some of you have put this on pause. Maybe during the pandemic and during all that's happened over this last year, you have decided, well, I'm just gonna survive and I'm just gonna kind of live for myself and just try to make it through. But can I tell you, I just, believe with all my heart it's time for us to take the pause button off of that and it's time for us to start stepping up and saying hey it's time again for me to use my life to make a difference for others it may be uncomfortable in the middle of a pandemic it may be different than what everybody else is doing but I'm going to step into my God-given calling I'm going to use my gifts and talents maybe that means serving here at the church maybe that means something that God would use you outside of the church but it, it for every one of us it means taking the focus off of ourselves and putting the focus on God and on others and saying, God, here I am. Use my life to make a difference. Could we pray that prayer together today? Everyone praying together. Father, today, that is our desire that you would use our lives to make a difference, even though it's different than what everybody else is doing right now, even though it might be uncomfortable right now, and it might take some steps of faith, even though it means stepping into my true calling and my true identity that you have made me to be. God, I pray that you would just give us the faith and the strength to step out so that our lives can be different and so that others can be different as well. We thank you for it in Jesus' name.